0: This is Candid Conversations with Dr. Mayfield, a podcast that resources parents, families, and friends with tools to have important conversations about mental and emotional health. This podcast is brought to you by Mayfield Counseling Centers, helping you find clarity, hope, and purpose. Uh, We're glad that you've joined us today on Candid Conversation. We are still in the launching period of our season three. I'm joined, as always, by Dr. Mark Mayfield, Uh, And we are also joined by Rob, who owns Kingdom Fit here in Colorado Springs. Uh, Today's episode, we're really going to dive into this idea of holistic health. Mm -hmm. And one of those things that we, Dr. Mayfield and I, really believe is you have to be healthy in spirit, mind, and body. And we've talked a lot about mind on this show. And today we want to talk a little bit about the body aspect. Um, Rob, would you mind sharing with us just a little bit of your experience in the fitness realm and um, a little bit about yourself. Yeah, just well. introduce
1: yourself a little bit. Absolutely. So Rob Decker, I, um, I always have to share a little bit of my testimony because it's what led me to where we are today. But, you know, through my own trials and tribulations in life and uh, childhood trauma and abuse, you know, it eventually led me to drug and alcohol addiction. Um, I attempted suicide at one point And in my healing process, I was driven to um, work on some of the deeper issues in life, but also use fitness as an avenue to get my brain sharper and to get my body healthier. Uh, with all the damage that was done in my body, all the, the, the broken bones and uh, surgeries, you know, my body was constantly in an inflamed state and I was in a lot of pain. Um, and so I wanted to address that. And through proper nutrition, hydration, rest and recovery, and, you know, exercise, cardiovascular, and strength training, you know, I was able to get off all the pain medication and, uh, you know, have a sharper mind and a healthier heart. And now I use my life experiences, my education, certifications to uh, help other people get through their stuff as well. Well, we talked a lot about this uh, with our, you know, and you alluded to this, Trevor,
2: of, of the... The, you know, getting the mind under control is a good thing, mm-hmm. but if we ignore everything else, uh, how sharp can our mind be? How how well can our coping mechanisms and our mind management skills be if we're not taking care of the rest of the body? Right. So speak to that a little bit. Like, what have you found has been really beneficial from a, a, a physical mental connection? Uh, you know, when you're working with people, uh, even in your own life. Like, you know, tell us a little bit about that connection.
1: Well, you know, everything's connected. Right. Right. You know, everything. So. You know, you can be a very cerebral person in the books all the time and be rotting away in a room mm-hmm. because what's happening is is that even though you're keeping your mind sharp in a sense, you're still eliminating uh, the brain's ability to grow in a sense. Um, through physical fitness, you still get to, and we'll use your guys' terms because this is all your your science, <laughs> not my science. I, I try to keep it as general as possible, the hippocampus and the 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 frontal uh, prefrontal uh, cortex, right? You wanna be able to uh, mm-hmm. keep those sharp and growing like a muscle, you know, you want those growing and, and you achieve that through cardiovascular fit- fitness. You know, I, I find that with people that I worked with and myself, you know, I suffered from depression and anxiety um, and the physical fitness helped address those issues, mm-hmm. you know, um, you're strengthening your heart but also you're, you're increasing the capabilities of the mind. Um, you're reducing blood pressure. We also know that you can uh, control your blood or, or cortisol levels in your blood, um, a stress hormone, right? And I'll let you guys speak more on that kind of stuff. Because, um, But yeah, you know, it's, it's putting the whole package together in order to uh, maintain a healthy lifestyle. I have a question that I think I'd like to hear <clears throat> from both Rob and Mark
0: on. Um, cause I can, I, I know that I probably ask this question about once a week or <laughs> however often, uh, we talk about physical fitness mm-hmm. a lot in our culture, especially in Colorado Springs where, you know, we're a pretty healthy city in oh, comparison yeah, yeah, yeah. to a lot of other yeah. states and cities. Um, but I think that the definition of what that looks like can be really ambiguous mm. and sometimes really intimidating as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I attend UCCS yeah. and the UCCS gym is full of 21-year-old mm-hmm. pro athletes who, like, they they have built their bodies in a certain way. And I know that just my schedule and all that, I can't achieve that. But that's my idea of physical fitness. Mm-hmm. So to help our listeners engage a little bit more with what this means for them, what should our definition of physical fitness be? I might, I'll, I'll share a little experience of myself and just kind of my own journey. Uh, you know,
2: high school athlete, baseball, you know, you know love running and, and that kind of stuff. And then got into my master's program, my PhD program. You know how much of a life suck that is. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm going to study or work out. Well, i probably study because I need to get good, you know, whatever. And, you know, let myself go. Um, but I'm such a competitive person that mm-hmm. if I couldn't achieve a certain level on the treadmill or a certain bench press or a certain of these kind of things... I'm like, well, I'm not going to even try. Because right. in my mind, if I didn't, if I couldn't do what I used to do, then I was a failure. And over right. the last, like, you know, probably four or five years, I realized, okay, in the circumstances that I've got right now, what is realistic for me? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, if I can hit my gym downstairs uh, three times a week, uh, to me, that's a success. And I have to keep on checking my mind, though, mm-hmm. going, I can't. It's not going to be healthy right now for me to push myself right. to train for this or train for that because I can't. I can't follow through mm-hmm. with it. You know, that's this my own story. Now, from a from a professional standpoint, I would be interested to see what you think about that as well, of just kind of where people are at. I think a lot of our culture is an all or nothing culture. Totally. Yeah. Either I'm gonna
1: do it to this degree Correct. or I'm not gonna do it at all. And and for me, like I came out of that naturally, baseball guy yeah. like yourself, and, and um, you know, um very competitive. You know, a lot of my friends were great athletes, you mm-hmm. know, and so there was this this uh this challenge to myself to do really well, but, you know, it, it, it was a little bit deeper than that, you know, I'll have to talk about my childhood a little bit, you know, I had a a father who was really hard on me, and a guy that I was always trying to impress, and, and, um, you know, I had to be really good at stuff to impress him, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so understanding where a lot of that came uh, from for me, and with a lot of my clients, you know, I, part of having this relationship, and, and this trust between us, it's like, we're talking about that kind of stuff. And well, let's dissect where it comes from so we can address that. And then we can move forward with it, you know, because sometimes people do stuff without really being aware of why they're doing it. And also too, you know, we grew up in a generation, uh, we grew up, we, 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 um, (laughs) you're an old soul, my friend. Um, (laughs) Uh, we grew up in a bodybuilding generation, and and so before us, we had like these bodybuilding magazines, Flex and mm-hmm. Men's Fitness, Men's Health, and all this kind of stuff. And you were constantly seeing these pictures of what we should look like as men. And I think we took on some of that, like, well, if I don't look this way, then I'm not, you know, yeah. then I'm not worthy. And it's, yeah. you know, it's it's also trying to find value in yourself and purpose in yourself, and and understanding that we're all made differently and uniquely, and. And we have to accept those things. And so um, I, I think that we've suffered the pressure of social media and constant media and pictures and movies and having those influences around us. Um, and, and I think a lot of us grow up in troubled households where we feel like it's all or nothing. Right. right?
2: Well, I think that too, one, one of the things that a, a lot of people have a misnomer about is that if I work out XML, I can eat whatever I want. Mm. Right. And it's, Oh you
1: can't? You know, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Sorry, We're, Rob. I a sort uh, downer for you. Yeah, and, and, I'm and, and, out of this interview. Yeah, right. Well,
2: and as i as i you know and speak to this too, Do as it. I've as I've grown in this, you know, the mental health field, and we really sit with our clients and go, Okay, tell me about your physical activity, tell me about your mental, what are you eating? How are you sleeping and yeah. all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, the idea that um that food, what we eat, what we fuel our body with, is is almost you know. And I'm throwing this percentage out, so you're good. But like you're sixty, seventy percent of our health, where the the you know we we can't work out all the time and then eat the Twinkie and the donut right. and the, right. you know, and that kind of stuff. Is that I mean, how how do you see that? Where where are you in that? I mean, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong too. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: oh. You know, the reality is that nutrition plays a huge key in all this stuff. You know, the, the old saying was, you are what you eat. Well, really, you are what you can absorb and metabolize, right? Uh, use as fuel. I think some of us have toxified our body so much that the good bacteria in our stomach just can't distribute stuff right. so well. Um, it slows down our, our digestive tract where we're holding on toxins. And I'm talking about like stool right? And then the stool just sits backed up and that's, you know, constipation, right? And now you have this, this nastiness just sitting in your body, seeping through the cells, going back into the blood and it creates sickness. You know, um, all that goes into the brain, affects the brain, our mood, you know, uh, food can create depression. You know, sugar is one of those things, um, that is really a killer. Um, if you don't manage sugar well, if you're not using it, uh, for the right reasons because it is a form of fuel um, but unless you're like uh, really on top of your stuff it's really even when you are it's not necessarily the best thing for you ever and we've been off yeah. sugar as a
2: family for
1: six eight months it's and you'll been and you'll notice things. you'll notice like you'll you'll notice that you know the correlation with sugar in the brain is that it has the same impact that cocaine has mm-hmm. right it becomes very addictive I mean I bet you can't just eat mm-hmm. one right Right. Yeah. That goes for cookies too, not just lay's yeah. potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, um, so nutrition plays a big key in all this and and you kinda are what you eat, but you need to be able to restore the, the bacteria in your gut with nutritious foods. And it's mostly vegetables. I think we've gotten so far away from vegetables and these high protein diets and um you know it's it's getting back to the basics and um Putting the good nutrition the vitamins the minerals the things that don't count as calories but are very good for you on a cellular level that promote great health because know that when you eat sugar i mean it pretty much goes to the brain mm-hmm. right and so it attacks the brain attack 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 it doesn't
2: it doesn't metabolize the way it does
1: no no it, you know and then you're messing with your blood sugar and then you know you, you got this high this low you're hungry again and um you know it's like you can eat a pound of cookies and keep going for days i dare you to eat a pound of kale right you um, know or, yeah right. or anything right um, and i could go for that. <laughs> no, that that some kale yeah, yeah, yeah for sure um, I, so i have a question
0: and in in maybe this is is more biased by my own experience <laughs> uh, than other you're questions you're allowed um, you're allowed yeah right, right. I, i'm guessing that i'm not alone hoping that i'm not alone in this <laughs> hey <for laughs> listeners if he's not alone <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please let, it, let right, me know so in I'm the right. comments right. And just like let me know that i'm not um whenever i work out i don't I don't enjoy it. There's no part of it mm. that is fun or feels good, or like I don't get that exercise high that a lot of my peers will talk about. The and runner's high like, feels so yeah. good. I'm so excited to go work out. I've never been excited to work out. Right. Um, I've been working out consistently for the past like four days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, small goals, um, but like it's not it's not something that I enjoy. And so right. a lot of the times I need to find other motivations. Um, in the midst of this thing that is just kind of painful and annoying, right? What do you suggest in in that sort of situation of like, if if the if it doesn't feel good to do, and, and that's not motivating to do it, take it what else? St- Take it one step
2: further for people that don't enjoy pain because of trauma or other things. Correct, because right. it can because
1: that can actually
2: draw up trauma. Yeah, absolutely. So, so take that that question and just you know take. Do I mean? I'd
1: love to hear both. Yeah. So. Well, you know, for for me, it's all about movement. Movement is life. Like you got to find uh, things that you enjoy, right? Um, on the fitness side of it, and working out all the time, you know, to be able to battle through some of that dislike, eventually you become so disciplined in it. It's just part of what you do, and I think that's a good skill, or good habit, good characteristic that's to build between the mental and the physical. Right. right. Yeah, because. Yeah. Because we got a battle, dude. There's no way I'd, I'd want to sit down and read all the books that you guys read. <laughs> <laughs> you <know? laughs> like this Neither did we. But <laughs> but you did it because you found a, there was a goal in all that, yes, and um, and so so that's what you have to do. Yeah, you have to find like why am I doing this? What is my why? Why am I doing this? And and, and trust me, I mean when I broke my back and I was all medicated and it hurt, I, I there was no sleep involved and, you know, sleep is very important. Yeah. Um, extremely. I mean, that's where the magic happens, right? Is in your sleep. Um, not while you're in the gym. But, you know, I remember the amount of pain and agony that I was in and just to be able to get out of my bed, put my foot on that floor, walk out the door and just start walking down the street. This was before, you know, I still had a, a limp. I was all like, but... There was there was a goal, mm-hmm. right? There was a goal to all that, and and there were days, and we're going to talk about the mental connection to all all of it. Like I would start to exercise, gets the brain going, mm-hmm. right? And then all of a sudden, you start bringing up memories and trauma. Also, the bilateral stimulation? Yeah. Right foot, right foot, correct? I and mean, it connects that. Like for that
0: for those of you who have no sorry. idea what that, sorry. Sorry. sorry,
2: we're, we're trying <laughs> not to be <laughs> scientific. So, so bilateral so. stimulation basically is just it's the movement. Uh, initiates uh, stimulation of both sides of the brain Correct. which helps process trauma.
1: Right. and well yeah, <laughs> Thank <you>. well, <laughs> it like, Thanks concise. for the science. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what happened was is that things would start coming up and I realized that in my trauma I had to find a way to deal with it like and address it. And um, I would go down the street and I would break down in a cry just because of all the trauma that was coming up. Um, but that was just all Part of the process Mm -hmm. you know and um exercise will do that i I know that on some of my um um, like this morning i knew that i was going to be here well the first thing i do is get up and go for a run and get some movement in well because i want that blood flow in my brain i want everything that i've studied before to start coming to surface you know and so you know there's there's a great purpose to what you're trying to do. You know, I also play softball. So if you're a softball guy, volleyball guy, whatever it is, try to find things that are stimulating to yeah. you, but also kind of suck it up, buttercup. Right? You know, get out there, do a burpee and deal with it, you yeah. know?
0: <laughs> so so push, push yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, something you mentioned that I, that recalls some research that I've heard recently is um, I think it was Seattle. I'm not entirely sure um, where, but they, they delayed school just a little bit so that the kids could go out and do, essentially, recess before school. They would have, like, running and exercise. And they saw incredible results in test scores going up, behavior being improved, all of these really beneficial factors of just kids. And I don't think it was much. I think it was just, like, we're going to run a few laps on the track, and then you're going to go inside. Right, right, absolutely. And and just to see that difference. So if you're in something, even just thinking about, like, maybe not so much... Like that you're enjoying the running. Right. Maybe that's something that is a suck it up buttercup because <laughs> you will be able to notice that there is some really uh helpful and beneficial things that come out of your day because you've your... done this hard thing. Well think about it too, it's a lot about blood flow, right?
2: Absolutely vascular. So, you know, uh if we are feeding our kids, you know, sugary breakfast and that kind of stuff and sending them to school, where's all the blood gonna go? It's gonna go to the digestion right. and left right. in their brain. But if we're promoting healthy living and that kind of stuff, it's it's kind of priming the pump in some ways, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you do that with like uh, a lawnmower when you're trying to start it, you got to prime the pump for it to work well. Same thing with our brains, you know, and that cardiovascular, uh, I mean, it doesn't, I mean even working out from a cardiovascular standpoint actually opens the blood
1: vessels up. Correct. To, To increase the blood flow you are correct so very short term that's what happens right away and if this is behavior that you continue to partake in well now you're developing new capillaries in the the brain and utilizing more of the brain as well and again you're talking about oxygen getting to the brain because we need it we need oxygen right we need blood flow
2: well that's what we're talking about we talk about this all the time on here that the brain is the only organ the only muscle that doesn't have to deteriorate and yeah, you can do that through reading books, listening to good music, and that kind of stuff. But you can't forget this piece—you know, well, we good nutrition need,
1: and good physical health. Well, we need we need that movement. I mean, I, if you really go back before all this technology, you know, um, I'll go back to you know biblical days. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, these guys were carpenters and they built walls, and uh, not the kind that Trump built, but right, like, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just, but. <laughs> But, you know, they're working with their hands all day long. And they're in the fields. And you? they're in the fields yeah. and they're eating nutritious foods and, and you're eating fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and lean meats that haven't been tainted by a big corporation. Like, so, you know, they're. I other podcast. Right, right, right. And I'm not. Right, right. And I'm not. Right your, yeah, we're not. <laughs> no conspiracy theories or. No, I don't <laughs> hate my president. I just. It was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that i really wanted to use <laughs> <laughs> that's really what he was right, It was really, on his run <laughs> on my run this morning <laughs> i what, wanted to what crack, joke am i gonna yeah, write, right <laughs> and chum's kind of like the man right now with all that <laughs> stuff so um but yeah you know I, I think that having that foundation of nutrition um and hydration right water right. water uh Tainted water, but it's good. Bean you know, there's, water. There's bean water, right? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's antioxidants in coffee, yep. right? Yeah. Um, you know, the physical fitness element of it, you know, and, um, but also the rest and recovery. You know, again, when you're sleeping, science has indicated that between the hours of 10 and 1 or 2 in the morning, uh, your human growth hormone is at its peak. And you know, growth hormone is when you remember when you were eighteen. For you, it was like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, you know, like Ten years. Right. <laughs> right. But you know, that is like it's called the fountain of youth. And 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 remember when you were eighteen? Like you could stay up all night, go to work all day, go do your thing, and exercise, and you know, hang out with your. And and the thing was, is like it didn't really impact you. It's just like you're recovering really quickly, and so you know. The pituitary gland releases this human go- uh, growth hormone during the night, which allows for that recovery and muscle building and cell regeneration. Cell regeneration. Yeah. Right. And, and that's the important like if you want to look young, it's not about the products that you're you're masking on your face. It's about hydration, nutrition, uh, you know, fitness and, and, and recovery. I mean, sleep. You know, it's funny. I have friends that are like, well, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Well, you're killing yourself. you will get there quickly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you will be time. there in no time, big yeah. guy, you know. Um, we, we I mean, it's
2: funny. We joke about that, but I've got some of our closest friends. They have an alarm, and they're in bed by 8.30. You know, we're usually in bed by 9, 9.30. Yep. at the yeah. latest. And, you know, and I wake up without an alarm at five, 5.15. Yes, 5:15, yes. You know, that's I, me. And I love yep. it, you know. Yeah. Yep.
1: Well, that's, you know, that's exactly where I'm at. It's like I go to bed around 8, 8.30, and then I wake up. 445, 5am. And, you know, I get to go out and, you know, I have a little ritual. And I think too, like having rituals to start mm-hmm, your day, yeah. whatever that is, is super important on, on getting your day started. So um, it's, it's no secret that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a man of faith. And so, you know, when I get up in the morning, my first thing is coffee <laughs> and water, you know, Uh, Another thing about hydration and and sleeping through the night is that through breathing, sweating, and getting up and using the restroom, you lose water. Hydration and water is actually great for energy. You know, when you're well hydrated, you'll be a little bit more energized. And so through the night, you lose those. Um, So to be able to drink water and then have your caffeine, because caffeine is a diuretic and will force you to lose water, like to be able to do that. And then for me... You know, I go downstairs in my basement, you know, uh, open up and, and start reading scriptures and praying and and then off to exercise, right? right? Like, you know, there's a ritual that I begin my day with, um, and I think that's important too, having some type of um, way to get the day started off off right. And then, you know, too, I stay in a fasted state, you know, um, research has shown that fasting actually you know, revitalizes the body too. Yeah. You get a break from, the body's constantly working. It's just, it's nonstop. And so if you're constantly shoving food in your face, it's constantly working. And so you give the body a break and um, reduce inflammation in your body and, and uh, you'll burn a little more calories during your... your. uh fitness because now you're only using stored carbohydrate right. and fat the, the the blood doesn't have to focus on the things in the stomach anymore so well i
0: want to direct our audience back to an episode we did i think it's season one or season two you remember better than i do <laughs> uh we <laughs> had peter <laughs> jordal exercise, exercise. Yeah, that, right exercise. like yeah. <laughs> we had P- peter jordal uh, on he's a sleep tech um talking about sleep i encourage you to go back and listen to that one um, as we come to the end of... Yeah, i got a couple questions yeah, to finish up if that's okay. Please. I think uh, for our listeners, I think practically.
2: So I think a two-part question. Like yes. Give, give us three takeaways that you would say, you know, if they're, they're thinking about starting this journey towards fitness, you know, what are three things they need to consider? And then do you have any, like, uh, resources, maybe give two or three books or websites or something like that that you would encourage people to just begin to
1: do their own research uh, as they... Uh, you know, are thinking about this? Um, for sure. You know, for me, it's really more about, you know, just putting one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again, I'll, I'll share a quick story. When, after I came back from the broken back, I remember my buddy had taken me up to a mountain in uh, California and we started at the bottom and I was broken and beaten and destroyed, right? And he goes, we're going to make it to the top of that mountain. That's a big gold, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a... But he said this, he said, just walk with me And take one step at a time. And before you you knew it, like you were at the top of this mountain, you're looking down at the bottom. And you're just like, man, like I made it. And so I think that you have to be realistic and take small steps. I mean, even if someone can't completely convert their kitchen or their refrigerator into all this nutritious food, uh, for whatever reason, just take small steps toward it. Even if uh, you're not eating nutritionally sound, you know, start pulling back on how much you eat. It's a good start, you know, start with drinking eight glasses of water a day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's all going to be a little bit different for everyone. We all different, have different body types and needs and everything like that. But, you know, I, I think that would be a, a really good place for people to like, okay, this is kind of like a journey. I mean, it's, it's not a sprint. It's not a, a marathon because both those things come to an end. The journey goes on forever. Right. So, you know, treat it as a journey. Um, if you fall, if you fail, it's okay. You get back up and you keep going. I mean, we all we all do. I mean, even in what I do, like you know, I learn from my failures and I and I fall. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's two guys that I, as far as like nutrition and lifestyle, that I pay attention to, and then Doctor uh, Hyman is one guy. So checking him out, uh, amazing guy. And and Doctor Eric Berg, um, he leans more toward. The keto, ketogenic way of living, something that y- you do, um, but he doesn't eliminate the vegetables or anything. Sure. Like, I mean, I think one of the big misconceptions of keto is like, I don't need to eat kale. I could eat pork rinds. Yeah, it's like no, <laughs> you need both. <laughs> right, you right. right those, like you know? you know, break up those pork rinds on your kale and make a, a salad <laughs> <you know, laughs> like, and that kind of stuff. Right, um, you know, and and those are are, are two guys that um, I pay attention to. Also understanding that you know the way that our 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 systems work our nervous system you have like the sympathetic and parasympathetic Mm -hmm. nervous systems and one is fight or flight and you can't keep plugging your body through all this stress and um you know damaging food and even over overworking yourself whether it's at the job or in fitness because you can do that you can overwork yourself in fitness it's now you're constantly in inflamed mode mode and now Cortisol and you know, research cortisol. That's yeah. what I say. Research stress, stress, stress yeah. hormone. Stress yeah. hormone. Um, but that can actually become very damaging to the human body and breaking down tissues and, and affecting the brain and the heart and all that. So, I'll add two more, and we can put all these in the link uh, for resources.
2: But I would say, you know, do some studying with uh, Dr. Josh, Josh Axe.
1: Oh, yes, and, Mr. Uh, Axe. Yeah, yeah he's and, awesome, man.
2: Dr. Will Cole. Um uh, Will Cole is also on um, uh, the board of directors with me at, at uh, Dr. Carolyn Leaf's uh, uh, organization, and he's great. And I'm hoping to have him on at some time, too. So two, uh, two other good resources. I'm yeah. just kind of uh, looking at this from a holistic standpoint because, you know, we talk about mental health is just one part of it, um, but it's connected to the physical piece, which is one of part of
1: it, which is connected to the emotional and the, the spiritual. So, Absolutely. You know, and I think that, you know, sticking to goals and purpose, understanding that um, there is a purpose in what you're doing and there is a, there is goals. And here's the thing about goals is that once you attain one goal, you're going to create a new goal. Um, You know, being able to understand that you're going to get up in the morning and your feet are going to hit that floor and you're going to be in pain or whatever the case may be, that you just got to have the courage to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that in the grand scheme of purpose, no matter where you are in faith or beliefs, like you you have to believe in something so much greater. And um, whether it's just being a better mother, father, um, coworker, friend, whatever it is, you know, everyone serves a purpose, mm-hmm. right? And so just understanding that your life is purposeful and that um, you're walking in that purpose every day, even though, because feelings are very deceptive. Feelings will lie to you. You can have the same circumstance and have different feelings for that, that situation, right? And so sometimes feelings come and go. You're not gonna wanna do something, but you're gonna wanna keep putting one foot in, in front. And one step may be bigger than the other yeah, on the yeah. previous day, but don't stop. Well, thanks for joining us, Rob. Yeah. Uh, your The company you run is kingdomfit.com. How okay. can they reach what, what out to say? you? Uh, Kingdom Fit. So it's very interesting because uh, I also speak. I share my testimony at churches and personal growth. Um, seminars and stuff. And so um, if you go to robdeckerspeaks.com, Got Kingdom Fit will be yeah, attached perfect. to it. But I'm sure if you looked up Kingdom Fit, you know, LLC, Colorado Springs, you'll you'll find me there. You'll be able to locate it. Robdeckerspeaks.com. Speaks, Correct. We'll put a link
0: in the uh, description below. Thanks for joining us, Rob. Oh, thanks
1: for having me, Trevor. Yeah, of yeah. Course. We'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for joining us on Candid Conversations. We are so glad that you are here today and we hope that if something came up for you that piqued your interest or that you have more questions about, you feel the freedom to call Mayfield Counseling Centers. We're not just here for people in Colorado Springs. We want to help everybody we can. So if you have any questions, email us at candid at mayfieldcounseling.com or you can check out our website, YouTube channel, or Facebook page where we post resources on a pretty consistent basis. We'd love to help you in whatever we can, feel free to reach out.